0: Are you full of ambition? Are you eager to make a difference in this world? That desire to make a positive impact and create change? Well, it's a part of your DNA. Hi, I'm Mackenzie and welcome to The Better World Project, a podcast designed with a better world in mind. Each episode brings empowering stories and wise words taken straight from personal experiences to help you become a change maker in your community. Together, Let's make the world a better place. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the podcast. I am so happy you are here with me. If you're anything like me, you cannot wait for that first week in spring when Mother Nature brings sunshine and warmer temperatures to us. I remember one spring when I was in college. During the first consistently warm week in spring, I would sit out on the bench on campus between classes and just bask in the sunshine and soak up that vitamin D. Didn't care who was looking at me. I just wanted that warm weather and that sunshine on my face. That first bout of continuously warm weather also fares well for our plant friends. On the podcast today, I talk with Joe Mannion, horticulture director at the Buffalo and Erie County Botanical Gardens to chat about all things plants, indoor, outdoor, you name it. Joe is a wealth of knowledge in the horticulture world and shares with us some do's, don'ts, tips, and tricks to starting off your spring gardening and taking care of those indoor plants. We also discussed our love for the Buffalo area. So here's my conversation with Joe Mannion. Hi, Joe. Thank you so much for joining me today. Welcome to the podcast. I'm happy to have you.
1: Thank you. I'm very, uh, very happy to be here.
0: <laughs> so can you walk us through a background of, um, of your history in botany, your education, and any of your personal experience with uh, plants and botany?
1: Yeah, so I actually uh, come from Ireland. Um, I've been over in America for the last 14 years. Uh, I have a degree in horticulture uh, through uh, a college in Ireland, um, Warrenstown Horticulture College and Manchesterstown University. Um, And then I came out actually to Oregon about 25 years ago through Ohio State University as an internship program, uh, where then I went back to Ireland again and back to college for another year. (laughs) And then um, from there, I did a lot of botany, a lot of nursery, Um, trees and shrubs of my main area back then. And then actually I met my wife uh, 14 years ago, today in fact, and we actually went back to Oregon uh, where she's she's from. And I worked for a nursery over there, managed the nursery, and we took over the berry farm. So we grew all kinds of blackberries, blueberries, strawberries, loganberries. Um, And then from there, I went through a nursery where we grew ten thousand hanging baskets a year, and now I find myself uh, happily, actually, i very lucky to be uh, director of horticulture here at Botanic Gardens in Buffalo. Um, we moved back to New York actually just about two weeks ago, or two or three weeks ago,
0: wow.
1: um, where uh, just to be closer to family, uh, closer to Ireland, and it's been uh, it's been really good experience and I think the, the experience that I got in my past jobs uh, got me into the position I am in today, which I'm very, very lucky to be in.
0: Well, we're so lucky to have you at the Buffalo and Erie County Botanical Gardens and welcome to Buffalo or welcome back, I should say. Um, Thank you. It's awesome. Yes. I Buffalo is a great city. How have you kind of adjusted um, to like is life different from Ireland and Oregon and, and Buffalo? What, how does that look for you? <gasps>
1: You know, it's funny, you know, Buffalo weather. I just like I just can't believe the extremes in weather. Uh, <laughs> I came over in January for a few days, and there was a huge big storm that very day. And then I ended up coming over again in February, and there was another big storm. And I said to my wife, what are we doing? What do we do moving to Buffalo? Um but it's, yeah, I love it. You know, I would take snow over rain any day. Um, growing up in Ireland, there was always this hazy, just constant hazy rain, even in summertime. You know, even though I loved it, it was like, it was nice and green. Yeah. Uh, and then moving to Oregon, you get the extreme heat in the summer. And I think that over the years, I'd noticed in Oregon, a lot more wildfires. So, yeah. in, so in summer, you get the, that huge, lot of heat. But you get that smoke that constant smoke for like months on end sometimes you know so when it comes down in buffalo it seems to be a lot fresher and the people are so nice it mm-hmm. amazes me how people are just so nice you know i watch people digger out of snow you know mm-hmm. and just stop stop in the street and talk and have a conversation you know yeah. um, that reminds me a lot of ireland in the sense of uh you know i remember the first time i walked down to the store uh, in my town, when I first met my wife, and she wondered what took me so long and It was only after when she started coming out with me that she realized that everyone you meet somebody on the street, you just automatically oh, have a conversation with them you know <laughs> and i 'm getting the same kind of feeling from Buffalo you know i 'm getting to know like the first time like, we bought a house over here, and the first time I met my my neighbor next door, he just came over and started snow blowing my driveway, oh. you know. And it's was just like, you know, this is, I really want to be here. I'm just so happy. And my wife and daughter's here right now. And just, we're just so happy. You know, oh. I love Buffalo. And granted, we have friends over here too. Which is
0: good. Yeah, that's <laughs> definitely helpful. And, you know, Buffalo yep. has the nickname of being the city of good neighbors, but exactly. I'll extend like that to all of Western New York. Like everywhere I go in Western New York, people are so friendly. It reminds me back home for me in the Midwest. So I'm, I'm glad that you, you've adapted well and, and that you're loving the area yeah you
1: know I always feel that like it always goes a long way when you say say hello to somebody you know like somebody could be having a bad day and if you just say hey how you doing today you know and that just you know I just notice them you know it just makes for me if I'm having a bad day and somebody says hey I hope everything's okay you know you know that makes me feel like somebody cares you know I feel it I feel that's what I feel that's what Ireland was all about when I was growing up there like 14 years ago Mm
0: -hmm. you know
1: and that's why I feel Buffalo has the same feel, you know. Yeah, so. yeah
0: definitely. So it makes, well,
1: me, makes me happy. <laughs>
0: yeah, I I do too. I couldn't imagine living somewhere where the people weren't as friendly as they are here. So we're definitely. Oh yeah. Fortunate.
1: Yep. Exactly. Exactly. Well,
0: as much as I'd love to talk about this wonderful city we are in, we also are here to talk talk about plants. Um, spring is in the air, so um, as we kind of dive into looking at planting gardens or um you know buying new plants what are some things that we need to do or look at before we even think about starting a garden
1: so as suppose as I, this is a learning curve for me uh over the last number of weeks because um because it's snow and the weather over here it seems that everything gets started later um when I went over to Oregon uh the end of uh, uh, a couple of weeks ago, the daffodils are up. They're almost done. And then they come back to Buffalo and they're only barely sticking their heads off the ground. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that tells me that the growing season, you don't you don't even think about going outside until, until May, until the ground dries up. You know, um, if you put something out there now, it's just going to die or get covered in snow or just even the ground is just far too wet. You know, you can't get out there. You, you're just going to get out there and you're going to make a mess, you know. So stay indoors for now, stay indoors for now. I know I love, I love the first sunny day in spring and everybody gets out there with their shovels and start cutting the grass and it's so good, so good within a rains. I just, I, I just it kills me every time, you know. Um, so the first thing I would do is if you're going to put a garden in there, look around at your garden, access the exposure, see, you know, how much sun do you get? Is it going to be full sun, partial sun? If you're going to put a vegetable garden in, it needs to have full sun, uh, which is going to be like eight hours, six to eight hours sun a day, you know, then you got to look at, do you have any deer? I know the property I bought here has so many deer, you know, I would love to grow a vegetable garden, but I know before I put a vegetable garden in, I'm going to have to put a fence around it, you know, so i look for that. Um, second is figure out what you want to plant you know, uh, think about it, think about how much you want to plant, you know, if it's your first time, you know, don't go, you know, don't do what I did, like, years ago, and plant, like, 50 pieces of lettuce, because all that 50 pieces of lettuce are going to come at the same time, you know, so think about what you want to do, you know, and I I always say, like, plant a mixture of stuff, plant some tomatoes, plant some lettuce, and just see how it goes, see how it does, Um, and then, uh know your dirt uh know what kind is it like is it is it good planting ground? Is it waterlogged is it sandy? you know, and then you also have to look at do you want to bend over when you're weeding it you know um so like raised beds are always a good start if you don't want to go down there and start tilling the ground and and digging up the ground, put some raised beds in you know you can buy these kits. Uh, for raised beds but they tend to be kind of the expensive side but if you just go to Home Depot or one of stores and just get some lumber it uh, probably work out a lot cheaper all you need to do is about 12 inches off the ground uh, I would do like a 4 by 4 or 5 by 5 patch to start off with um, that'd be give you off the, it's off the ground you know and, and put some maybe compost in there and mix it around um, and get it started uh, you can also contact uh, people around the area, like go to the garden centers and see, hey, you know, there's up no and growing something that's not going to grow in the area you're in. You know, uh, they should have a, they should know, you know, what's going to do well, what's not going to do well. Um, and make a seasonal plan. You know, if you want, you know, think about when you want the vegetables. You know, think about my biggest one was I used to grow a whole bunch of tomatoes, but then by the time the tomatoes are ripe. I'd be gone on vacation, mm. you know? And so think about that, you know? Um, and also think about your tools, like what, you know, are you going to use drip irrigation? Are you going to use a bit of hose every day? Do you have somebody to water it when you're not there? You know, just stuff like that. You know, just, I like to just, I like to get stuff down on paper and think about, you know, scenarios, you know, think about what's easy. Uh, what's, and what are you going to get fun out? You know, end of the day, the reason why you would grow a garden is to have fun. You know. And that's, you know, I love trying different things. I love, you know, not just growing their same run in the mill fruit and vegetables. I want something different, you know. And if it grows, it grows. If not, you know what? It's still fun. You know?
0: Absolutely. <laughs> I'm
1: always trying to I've been always trying to trying to grow a giant pumpkin. Oh.
0: That was always my
1: thing. I still have not achieved it yet. You know, <laughs> so maybe this year. Maybe this year.
0: That's know? great.
1: And you've also got to think about your fertilizer. Yeah. You know, um, organic fertilizers, uh, is which I always use, you know, uh, with vegetables, you want to grow uh, every two weeks for like the first eight to 10 weeks. Mm-hmm. And then when that fruit and vegetable starts coming on there, I would stop fertilizing, you know, because you want, you know, you don't want the, the plant to be too happy. If the plant is too happy, it's not going to, it's not, your yield is going to be lower. Mm-hmm. You know?
0: Interesting. So um, when we're looking at what to plant for you personally, are there any vegetables, herbs, flowers, anything that you love to take care of every year that you plant every year?
1: Well, I always love tomatoes, you know, and peppers, hot peppers.
0: Hot peppers.
1: (laughs) I'm not sure how to grow around here with the heat, but you got the heat over Oregon. So, you know, they work really well. And like I said, I always like to try the giant pumpkins, you know yeah. um squash you know i'm not a great lover of squash but i found with this squash if you put it on a on a smoker and just smoke it uh, and then put some butter on it it's really good it's really good with the sour cream you know
0: i've never had so, smoked squash i've only ever baked it so
1: good it's actually good i know it sounds terrible, but it's actually kind of good <laughs> you know <laughs>
0: <laughs> any kind of squash or a particular kind of squash? Uh,
1: Delic- Delicata squash? Delicata squash is really good. Just cut it in half, throw it on there, you know, put some butter on it, you know, and some sour cream.
0: Awesome. I love that we're getting recipe ideas too out of this conversation.
1: <laughs> oh yeah. I I love it. I love it. It's good. It's good. Like I said, I'm not a lover of squash, but this one I, I will eat. I will eat. <laughs>
0: That's great. So when we're looking at, um, you talked about fertilization, but what about when we're talking about watering with, you know, the Western New York kind of weather patterns being so unpredictable, when, when do we know we should water? When do we know that our plants are getting too much water? How do we kind of find a middle ground?
1: So I, I like the water, uh, when it's not full sun outside, you know, when you have the full sun outside and you get the leaves wet it tends to lead to, uh, The sun acts like a a magnifying glass. It starts burning the leaves. I'm always one for watering like first thing in the morning or or last thing in the evening time, you know, typically best first thing in the morning, you know, and, you know, water is one of the hardest things, you know, some things like water, some don't, you know, Uh, I find with some vegetables or like tomatoes, I find if you water them too much, the tomato tends to be kind of watery, Mm -hmm. you know. I would like try to keep it like moist if you know what I mean like not just you know not just go out there in a stick of water and just because you did it yesterday in the summertime you have to do it you know if there's a big storm outside you know you're not gonna have to water you know you kind of just have to gauge it you just have to gauge it sometimes it you think it's raining a lot outside but you look outside in the ground it's, it's dried up as fast as it came down you know you got to gauge like what the weather is and actually just go out and physically check the ground and just, just see check your beds. You know, if you have raised beds, they're mm-hmm. going to dry out a lot faster than if, they, if the beds were in the ground, okay. you know, because I always say that the waters water is, always going to find the lowest point. So right. that water is going to want to get out of there, <laughs> you know?
0: So then how do we know when there's too much or like it, it's good, it's saturated.
1: Well, you don't want to saturate it either. You want to just, just wet enough that you touch, you can feel it kind of wet on top of your finger, Yeah. you know, um, not wet enough that it's running down, running down (laughs) to, down your garden, you know, so.
0: (laughs) Sounds good. And then we also talked about sun, which of course is so important. Um, can you walk us through the differences between full sun, partial sun, and then of course we know shade as well.
1: Yeah. And this is also, this is actually very important for actually if you're going to do some hanging baskets or, you know, shade baskets. So people like, you know, I like this shade basket, but will it grow in full sun? You know, which question? I'm just going to be no. Um, like shade baskets, you tend to use a lot of begonias, uh, some ferns, or your sun basket, you're looking at like petunias, um, and stuff like that. So full sun is like, is uh is when there's sun that's sick, when the plant is going to be getting six or more hours of direct sun per day. You know, uh, partly sun, it's a lot of perennials are partly sun. They're four to six hours of full sun a day. Uh, partial shade will be two to four hours of full sun a day, where shade is just less than two hours of full sun a day. So before you start your garden, you probably want to figure out You know, what direction the sun is coming in and what's going to, how much sun is going to get per day, you know?
0: Are there any resources that you recommend that are like a good go-to guide for figuring out which plants are best in full, partial, or shade?
1: So when you go to a garden center or anywhere to buy plants, they're all going to have those little tags, (laughs) you know, and they're always going to, you see a little picture and it's going to show a sun. And the sun's gonna be like, at least say, partly sun, full sun, you know? Um, like, you take a lot of sun baskets, like anything where petunias, calvicoga, you know, they are gonna be full sun. Where Shea baskets, I find are more glossy leaves. So, you got your begonias in there um, and your ferns, but they're always gonna to have that to tag in there. Also, you know, internet's always a great source, you know? <laughs> Internet's really good, uh there's sometimes that we get plans here to garden and I look it up just to see you know and now granted you know the internet it'd be careful what you look at, you know, find out if, make sure what' your reliable source mm-hmm. but uh, any question like that, you know always give me a call, direct a calls to me if anybody be any questions, but garden centers generally have you know a lot of information about that kind of stuff, you know
0: so now that you know spring is in the air, we are hopefully fingers crossed, getting toward warmer weather. Um, I have indoor plants. I know a lot of people who have indoor plants. Is it safe to move them outside? If so, when, or are there any that should not be moved outside at all?
1: Oh, I know, keep those those plants inside for now, you know? I just don't trust this Buffalo weather.
0: (laughs) It does get warm and sunny, I promise that. I
1: don't believe it, I don't believe it. (laughs) You know, it's like 65 one day and eight degrees the next. So I don't know. But, <laughs> uh, <laughs> so indoor plants, I'll leave them in for now. There's, uh, you know, you have to be very careful what indoor plants. You can't just put them all outside. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of them just they're going to be happy inside, you know, all year long. You know, um, sometimes they get, because they're inside, they're not there. I find that the leaves aren't as strong. They're sort of kind of, uh, they're not weatherized, if, if that makes sense.
0: Sure. So,
1: and so it might get sunburn actually on the leaves very easily you know uh like some of the some snake plants can go outside some succulents can go outside but i just be really really careful you know and if you do put them outside don't put them in the full full sun you know i would go for the partly sun you know you don't want to get some damage on them Mm -hmm. you know um if you're keeping them inside you know They probably need a little more water than during the wintertime. You know, because wintertime is good to stay on the the, on the side of uh, caution by not watering too much. But in the summer, you probably want to get back into a little bit of fertilizer again and uh, try to get them to wake up and and get moving again. (laughs) They they get kind of slow in the wintertime.
0: Yes, a lot (laughs) of my plants are very slow to grow right now. So yeah, yeah,
1: yeah.
0: So for those plants, when is a good time to start?
1: fertilizing that the indoor plants i would i would start you know when it's it's getting a bit better outside you know and things are starting to wake up that's when i would kind of start you know and i always say a little is better than more Mm
0: -hmm.
1: you know um so but just don't like don't not too often (laughs) you know just give it a splash uh but like still keep it on the dry side Mm -hmm. you know give it in a couple of weeks and keep it on the tricep, just be very careful with them outside. If you decide to, you know, put them out. So
0: most of mine are happy inside and they will remain that way. (laughs) Exactly.
1: Exactly. I just know a lot,
0: a lot of people like to bring theirs outside and sometimes we'll see them die quickly or they won't thrive as much as they will. Invade. Yeah, I think what
1: happens is that people forgot to bring them back in again. If the people bring them out for like, you know, like I know at home years ago, my father used to put all the plants outside when the rain will come mm-hmm. and then bring them all back in at nighttime, you know, and that worked really well, mm-hmm. you know, but if you just forget one night and the frost comes, you know, yeah. it's risky. It's risky. You know, oh, stuff definitely. happens. So
0: And again, with that Buffalo, Western New York weather, we could have 70 and sunny one day and Thirty and snow the next.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm learning. I'm learning. Or books in there, you know.
0: <laughs> um, do you have any other tips, tricks for plant care, indoor or outdoor?
1: So, I'm always like, I like. I suppose uh, one of the things I'm doing right now is I want to put up my property. I want to put a bunch of fruit trees off my. Actually, my wife is big into making an edible garden. She always wants to do it. And with the deer, with the deer problem that we have, not, I don't say, I don't call it a problem, that's the wrong word. With the deer that we have in, a, in our property, I figure, you know, they're there first. They, You know, I want to keep them around. And so I trying to figure out myself, do we need to fence this in? If I fence it in, it's going to be, you know, it's it's not right for the deer. How are they going? I don't want to get them killed in the road. Mm-hmm. I talked to a, a tree guy and he was actually saying that if you just get an eight foot piece of of well wire just cut an eight foot piece and just put it around the tree. Um that would keep the deer from actually being able to reach the reach the tree to eat it.
0: Okay.
1: Um and so that for anybody who's is deer issue who like that, it's gonna be a lot cheaper than fencing their whole yard. You know? Um, also before you go out buy fruit trees or that just make sure the ground is right for what you're gonna plant. You know, with especially with the cost of trees right now. Uh, and every plants are all going up you don't want to you want to minimize the um the losses you're going to have you know um and mulch or uh, compost get some compost in there you know uh give that tree a boost or a garden a boost i suppose the biggest thing is what no matter what you're doing is have fun at it you know take your time you know enjoy it you know that's why i always say to people you know it's like you know, when people come to work every day, you know, first thing I say to them is you having fun. You know, it's all about, you know, hard culture for me, it's all about, you know, learning. You know, I learn every day. You know, yeah. there's always going to be somebody here that knows more than I do. You know, and, you know, you just just listen to people around you. You know, everyone has their ideas and, you know, some work, some done. You know, so always be open-minded. I'm always open-minded to to whoever has ideas, you know, um, and sometimes it doesn't work, you know, you just kind of put it down and try again, you know, just like, like I said, have fun, have fun is the key.
0: Absolutely. Life's too short. (laughs) Absolutely. I love that attitude. I love that idea. (laughs) So where can listeners connect with you or with the Erie Buffalo and Erie County Botanical Gardens and get more information?
1: We're located at 2655 South Park Avenue in Buffalo. Uh, we got a spring show coming up, which is going to be awesome. There's going to be like tulips. We've got a whole bunch of stuff in. Uh, And there's also going to be a great plant sale coming up. And there's always staff here. And, you know, we love to see people coming. And I always tell people, if you have a question, there's no stupid questions. No stupid questions. Yeah. You know, I ask stupid questions the whole time, you know, and I love stupid questions. And I guarantee if you're in a room and you have a you think a question is stupid, I guarantee there's somebody in the same room is thinking the same question.
0: Absolutely. So if, ever,
1: so if somebody's in here and you see some horticulture staff walking around, ask them, you know, and if you don't have an answer, we'll find you one. You know, awesome. just give us a call. <laughs>
0: So, Joe, where can listeners find the Botanical Gardens online?
1: The Botanical Gardens online is buffalogardens.com. Easy enough. Everything you need to know. All about everything that's coming up, all the shows and events. And, and actually, my contact details are there, too. My email address and my phone number. It's awesome. Oh,
0: wonderful. Thank you so much for the great conversation. Um, if anybody has any questions about horticulture, botany, Plants, anything. Joe is your guy. Um, he's been very knowledgeable. So thank you so much for joining me on the podcast.
1: Oh, you're very welcome. It's been a lot of fun. Thank you for having me.
0: Hey, thank you so much for tuning in to the Better World Project podcast. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. For more tips and stories, head over to betterworldproject.buzzsprout.com. That's betterworldproject.buzzsprout.com. Now go out there and make the world a better place.